the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. First Christian Center. It's time for Dr. Jomo Cousins on Fresh Wind Radio. Because see what happens, you keep assuming I know, but if I knew, I would do. I don't know, so I don't do what I don't know. And you keep looking at me like I'm crazy, but if somebody would have taught me this, I would have done it. I don't want hell. I don't want stripes. I don't want headaches. I just want soup, kids, and fun. That's all I want. Come on, man. I don't want drama. I I got drama outside the house. I don't want drama in my house. I want peace. So if you can just give me the manual, please help me, Jesus. Brothers, am am I telling the truth? We hope you're excited to hear God's word today on Fresh Wind Radio. We've got some incredible opportunities lined up for you later on in the broadcast to support this radio ministry. But for now, let's get straight to the word with Dr. Jomo Cousin. God is doing something Yesterday, we had a great class called 33, and it talked about how men are creators and cultivators. Then it, it lined up with what I've, I've been taught. Uh, the husband is called the house band. Yes. It also means mean the man is the cultivator of his environment. So when, when I see that things aren't going right, I always look at myself and say, okay, now what did I do to create this? Oh, everyone say own it. See, you can't fix what you don't own. You got to always say, okay, how did I break the toy? How did I fix it? Not, not shouldn't say toy, but you know what I'm trying to say. How did I break it to where we come to this place? Amen? Then, then there's the other way, the passive-aggressive folk. Oh, Jesus. Oh, look at these procrastination. They slow-footed. You get real silent. Yeah, it ain't saying nothing to you. Silent. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. That's the... That's I'm this, sorry. This, this, oh, this. you are sorry. <laughs> I ain't you, sorry. You definitely sorry. Yeah, yeah that's, that's her sarcasm. <laughs> just, you know, and I said, now, look, see, there you go with being sarcastic. But when I'm sarcastic, it's offensive. But you can be sarcastic all the time. Just be busting. Bam, 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 bam. I just say, you know, it's all God. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. No, but, but I have to ask, why did we get here? Mm-hmm. See, these are just the mask. Or you don't even want to talk about it. Why? Avoid because it. you've been hurt in the past. See, if we don't deal with these issues, these issues will deal with us. Everyone say, Deal. Deal. With your issue. With your issue. Or your issue will deal with you. To me, passive aggressive is just, you just have totally shut down. There's a wall built up and you're not really trying to hear or let anybody penetrate through. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Unmet needs will produce hurt and anger. Then it also produces fear. My God. Now, my wife, uh, she tries to be perfect. Boy, that's a good picture right there, boy. Boy, withdrawal. 
Perfect. We could have got a better picture than that. Hey. No, I'm joking. No, I've, I have always been, um, and it was a product of my environment growing up. My mom used to tell me, you know, you got to keep the house clean because you never know who's going to show up. Somebody ring your doorbell. Your house need to look decent because, you know, you remember Charmaine. When somebody comes to your house, the house is dirty. Everybody looks at the woman if your house is dirty. If your bills aren't paid, they look at the man. Right? Regardless of what the situation is in the house. So I would always have this pressure to always keep the house clean and always put on this facade. We always try to make it seem like we live this perfect life, right? We have this perfect relationship. You know, we'll be hating each other, cussing each other out in the car. And then we get in church and we're like, hey, babe, how you doing? I love you. You love now, me. Now, you tell the truth right now. And then y'all get back in the car. Face, tell your daddy that we ain't cooking tonight. Dog, I got it. He right there, mama. He right there. You can't tell mm -hmm. him stuff. Mm -hmm. No, I ain't talking to him. You know? And we always try to put on this perfect. So you're trying to be a perfectionist because you want people to be, uh, they, you want people to approve of you. You don't want people to judge you. You don't want people to talk about you. So that's a part of fear is the, you know, and then controlling. We see that at work all the time. Somebody that's not even a part of your department coming over to check on you to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do, make sure you have your job done at a certain time. Can you go back and do what you're supposed to do, stay in your lane? I'm at my cubicle. Can you get back to yours, please? You know, you, you, you see these controlling, that controlling spirit, that's fear. So, uh -uh. You have to grow to this, y'all, because I, I know with my wife, you know, that house thing is serious. Because, you know, when my, when my mother was alive, my mother would just pop up, you know. Now, I don't know if it's an island thing, but my, my wife said, man, what's wrong? Y'all just, y'all just, just, just ring the doorbell and be here. I said, well. Because I, said, I was raised, you're supposed to call first. I was but raised. But it's different. Come, no man. All right, we'll come. You want some food? Come. There was no preparation. You just come. Yeah, Joe's you know, mom's door was always open. Her door was you always open. So go in the kitchen and start making a plate. See, my mom would be hot. You go in her kitchen and start making a plate, and she cooked, and you wasn't like invited over. No, my my mother would just start cooking. I don't know about you know the, the food gone. She just start cooking for more people. You know, so we it's had a little different. we had a little culture shift. She's like, no, they need to call. Like, Feel no way, man. Feel no way. Feel no way. We got I said, it's my mama. She could always come whenever, whenever. And she would just keep yeah. on coming. And I had to say, I had to try to say, hey, babe, can you? But you come over, I'm good with it. But don't make no comments about a house not being clean. <laughs> don't be making no smile. Oh, it's stuff all over the floor. Mm. <laughs> we in church, Charmaine. We in church. Lord. To me, you are family and you are a friend. When you come over, you can put your feet up and you're comfortable in, with the toys all over the floor and everything because you just popped up. We good. But you popped up and three weeks later, you're talking about my dirty house to somebody else. I got a problem with you. You are not my friend. But Pastor Jomo is so good. He don't care who it is. It could be somebody, oh, Pastor so-and-so just came from England. He coming over in uh, 30 minutes. Um, yeah, I just give you heads up. Nah, that brother, there ain't no heads up. Your son outside playing basketball, the garage up, the garage not clean. He don't have a shirt on. Josiah riding a scooter up and down the street with, in his underwear. We, we got some issues we need to take care of. You need to give me at least four hour notice. I'm free. 
If my garage is dirty, it's dirty. Amen. Take me as I am. I'm not going to give you no front. If the dishes are washed, praise the Lord. If they're not, praise the Lord. If you want to come wash them for me, wash them. But I ain't, you know, that's, amen. I ain't, look, I ain't got no time trying God to perpetrate. hasn't delivered me from that just yet. She ain't delivered yet. I'm you know, not, her I... mama say she coming, you better get your, I said, you better put your seatbelt on. I said, kids, uh, grandma and the grandpa coming. Just understand. Because grandma will bring stuff up from five years ago. Remember when mama. I came up your house and them shoes was on the floor in the front? That was five years ago. It don't feel like five years ago. Unmet needs <laughs> lead to hurt. That's right. Anger, anger, fear, and then guilt. guilt. Now, so that's what's in your cup, okay? So then we empty the cup. Now, how do you empty the cup? You got to be real. You hurt me when? And don't say this. Uh, I wouldn't have said that to you if you didn't do this. Rationalizing blame. Just own it. Now, I do feel that sometimes there's some contributing factors. Somebody amend you when you said that just now. Because, see, that's of God. <laughs> Amen. That is see, not see, God. see, what it was, there's a few brothers in here that aren't afraid to go, huh? No. So they just said, amen. And there's some brothers right now that are on thin ice, and they're just, they're just blinking at me. Don't, don't raise your <laughs> hands. The thing is, is when we do something wrong, whatever action that we did that was wrong, in our minds when we were doing it, it made sense. It made sense to us. Mm -hmm. We rationalized in our minds before we did it. It made sense to us. It made us feel good. Yeah, I'm because you did this, I did this. Yeah. If I can't Because live you responded this way, you gave me that ugly look, I did this. That was my response to what you did. Regardless of whether it was right or wrong, it, we rationalized it in our minds. So a lot of times when we apologize, we'll say, I'm sorry, but if you wouldn't have, I wouldn't have. That's not an apology. Because as soon as you say that, but, you eliminate everything you said before that. And the real comes out after the but. So it's, it's better to just apologize. Own up to what you did and apologize. Own it. Uh, I, am, uh, I apologize for hurting your feelings. It was insensitive and rude of me. Let it sit right there. Versus saying, you know, I can't believe you want me to apologize because you just did this last week. You know what I'm saying? And when you did it last week, I ain't say nothing to you. But see, now it's all ha-ha, funny, funny, right? So you can't go there. You just got to say, you know what? I apologize. I apologize. No, real. Because if, if you want to grow in it, you, you got right. to apologize. Now, let's, let's fill our cup up. Verse 32. Be kind and helpful to one another. Tenderhearted, compassionate. Under what? Loving hearted. Forgiving one another. What? Readily, readily and freely. No, some of y'all got a price on your forgiveness. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about our brother Kobe. Kobe messed up. Girl got a huge 20-carat yellow diamond. All of a sudden, she grew. I receive in the name <laughs> above every name. Just slow your roll and just be thankful right but where you But you know what? 
<laughs> when you are, when you have that much money, sometimes you gotta hit them where it hurts. Whoa, whoa, wait, whoa! Hit them where it hurts. I'm just saying that was a real apology for Kobe. So you saying you could buy? No, I'm, I'm not going down this road with you. You can. Let's go there, brother. Some people just don't. I get real quiet. I'm joking. This is wrong. This is so wrong. I'm joking. That is you not cannot the right buy answer. forgiveness. You cannot buy forgiveness. Okay. But if you want to, Lord. I receive in the name. <laughs> but now, you know what? Go on, for, for, the, for the guys, Speak it. it may not be jewelry. It may be making soup. And you forget you know, everything. Because so, so, so. I know it's worked for me a couple of times. Like, I know I did wrong. And we had some kids in here that didn't go to children's church, so y'all adults, y'all know what I'm talking about. You got Some people weren't here last week, so you got to tell them what soup is. Oh, sweetie. making soup is our code word, but y'all understand. And if y'all don't know what making soup is, just... just... Y'all know what making soup is. You're listening to Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Dr. Cousins will be back in just a moment with more fresh perspective from God's never-changing word. In the meantime... We wanted to remind you that you can hear today's message and many more on our website at freshwindradio.com. Pastor Jomo would like to invite all of our radio family to join him each weekday morning at 6.30 a.m. for prayer. That's right. Monday through Friday, you can pray with Pastor Jomo live on Facebook. Simply head over to his Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Pastor Jomo and hit follow. Each morning, you'll get a notification when he goes live and begins to pray. As 2017 comes to a close and you're preparing your year-end giving or charitable contributions, we'd love for you to prayerfully consider supporting this ministry. If you've been blessed by this daily radio broadcast throughout this year, your gift of any amount goes such a long way toward helping us spread the gospel's message of hope and truth throughout the world. You can visit our website at freshwindradio.com to make a tax-free donation today. Simply click the support button on our website. We appreciate all of you that give to this listener-supported radio ministry. So from all of us at Fresh Wind, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And now, let's get back to the Word. So you say you could buy? No, I'm, I'm not going down this road with you. You can. Let's go there, brother. Some people just. Don't. I get real quiet. I'm joking. This is wrong. This is so wrong. I'm joking. That is you not the right answer. You cannot buy forgiveness. You cannot buy forgiveness. Okay. But if you want to, Lord. I receive in the name. <laughs> but now, you know what? Go on, for, you the, for the guys, Speak it. it may not be jewelry. It may be making soup. And you forget you know, so, everything. Because so, so. I know it's worked for me a couple of times. Like, I know I did wrong. 
And we have some kids in here that didn't go to children's church, so y'all adults, y'all know what I'm talking about. You got some people yep. weren't here last week, so you got to tell them what soup is. Oh, sweetie. making soup is our code word, but y'all understand. And if y'all don't know what making soup is, is just just y'all know what making soup is. So you're telling me that that that's how you be. Sometimes to... it works, and we just you know everything's okay. Lord Jesus. That Help letter, me. that letter O. Just makes you forget, like, what was we arguing about? Anyway, I love you. I love you. You love me. You get a couple of O's in that soup. Lord Jesus. What was I arguing about this brother for? He is everything to me. I don't know what y'all talking about, man. <laughs> hey. Ooh, that alphabet soup is so good. Wow, you are just off the rails. But you know what? On a serious note, on touching a serious note. in relationships, when we, if we're talking about marriage and relationships, touching when you're disagreeing about something is, is very important. Sometimes when we're arguing about something or we have a heated fellowship, we just hold hands and we'll talk. I have to grab her. Because it's a lot easier. Sometimes he has because no. I go off the handle. And he'll, no. like, hug me, like, come and give me a hug. I'm like, I, no, I'll grab her hand. I don't want to hold him. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab her hand and say, let's pray. And she should be fighting me. But I'll hold his hand and we'll pray. Yeah. And by the time we're done, I'm a little bit calmer I said, to receive what he has to say. I can, I can tell when she's on edge. So when she's on the edge, I, I get touching. I start touching. I say, come mm -hmm. here. And I know she don't want to touch my hands at that moment. I, sometimes she'll try to push away, and I'll, do, you know, I'll grab her. I said, now, I ain't going to hurt you, but you ain't going nowhere. So you might as well go ahead and start breathing and, and go ahead and calm yourself <laughs> down, but you ain't going nowhere. And because I know that if you allow emotion to take over, logic leaves. That's right. When emotion takes over, logic leaves. You stop thinking about stuff that make perfect sense. You done gone, gone. So I said, come on, sit down. And if she tried to sit down, I said, okay, well, I'm going to have to sit you down. Now, I don't want to do this, but uh, we got to work this out by God's grace. Amen. Amen. So, Amen. and one of the key aspects of when, you don't, when you're not in good fellowship is you don't want to touch. So you have to fight that. Mm -hmm. Amen. No, the Bible says we're to touch and agree God goes to work. That's right. So God can't work until you're touching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She may not like it today, just touch the back. <laughs> you like. Wisdom keys. Lord Jesus. Now, how, how, do I, how do I make this work? Number one, I got to confess. You must confess. Look what it says, if we freely admit that we have sinned and confess our sins, he is faithful and just and true to his nature and promises and will forgive us our sins and cleanse us continually. I like that. That means we are not ever clean. It's a continual cleaning. Just like some of y'all, praise God, took a bath this morning. If you do too much today, you're going to need to take a bath tonight. God willing, in the morning. That's right. Amen. <laughs> But you have, to, you have to continually be cleansed. And what happens when you confess, God can clean. 
God can, can't clean what you don't confess. I'm going to say it again. God will clean what you confess, but he can't clean what you don't confess. Because once you confess, you're saying, Lord, I need soap. The Bible calls the word labor. So the word is like a soap. So if you allow the word to work on you, it will clean you up. Mm -hmm. Amen. And we all need some cleaning. Praise God. That perfume can't cover how much funk you got on you. Put all the perfume you want, but you stank. Amen. I, I didn't finish that last one. Can you go back for that for me, please? Uh, the, yeah. Uh, Continue from all righteousness, our wrongdoing. Everything not in conformity with his will and purpose. Next one, next one, next one. Praise God. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, your false steps, your offenses. Man, you know what we talk about when we have a, a meeting? I have three questions I ask her when we have our meeting. Number one, have I offended you this week? Mm-hmm. Have I offended you this week? Why? Because there's a lot of small offenses that happen that we don't talk about. So what happens when you don't deal with it, it gets pushed down. And all of a sudden, somebody starts punching you in the middle of the night, and you wonder, why are you punching me? Because she's been pushing down stuff so long that then she went over the cliff. So I have I offended you this week. The next one is, do you have an unmet need? Do you have an unmet need? Is there something I can provide to you right now that you don't have? One time, she said, I need an iPad. I said, well, praise God, we'll get your iPad. I don't want to say if I can't fulfill. So when I say, do you have an unmet need, I'm asking you, is there something you need? Is it, is it, is it soup? Is it a dinner? Is it a massage? Is it a movie? I, I don't want to go so long when needs aren't met because when needs aren't met, there's a problem. Mm-hmm. So I always say, okay, is there something you need that, that's not being provided for you? The next question I ask is, what are your priorities for the week? We have weekly meetings. Why? Because, see, this is a priority to me. The Bible says to give honor and to give weight. That means she is a priority. So I have to say, babe, do you have a need? We, the last week she had a doctor's appointment, and I, I kind of cleared my schedule. I said, I'm going to go with you all day long. She said, for real? That was I, awesome. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Now, but before, I would just let her take care of the appointments and the babies do you. And then one day she said, babe, you know, I kind of feel lonely when it's time to go to the doctor. You know, I'd like for you to come. So I said, okay, God willing. I started taking the kids to the doctor's appointments. Praise the Lord. Then I said, then when she had the doctor's appointment, I said, I'll go with you. I'll cancel my schedule. I'll go with you. I'll be right there with you. And I didn't realize that was important because guess what? We didn't, she didn't express to me that was a need. Because if you don't tell me what you need, everyone keeps saying, you should know better. Well, if I ain't done it yet, obviously I don't. No. Can I get an amen? Because see, what happens You keep assuming I know, but if I knew, I would do. I don't know, so I don't do what I don't know. And you keep looking at me like I'm crazy, but if somebody would have taught me this, I would have done it. I don't want hell. I don't want strife. I don't want headaches. I just want soup, kids, and fun. That's all I want. Come on, man. I don't want drama. I I got drama outside the house. I don't want drama in my house. I want peace. So if you can just give me the manual, please help me, Jesus. Brothers, am I I telling the truth? No, because see, there's this assumption that we should know better when many of us were raised by mothers. And if you didn't have a man to model what a man should be and what a man should do, you're just going to do the best you can. 
and the best we can ain't good enough. So then they lead some more frustration. Then we leave this one to find another one and realize you go to the new one, they crazy too. And you crazy too. Because everybody got some issues. So I say, okay, man, Jay, you got to get together. I mean, because truth be told, we were talking this week at the table. And my wife said, oh, why you always say, you know, about your... You've been listening to Fresh Wind with Dr. Jomo Cousins, Senior Pastor of Love First Christian Center in Tampa, Florida. If you've been blessed by the word today, you can pick up a copy of today's message or any of our other great teaching series by simply visiting our website at freshwindradio.com. All of us at Fresh Wind want to thank you for listening and for your continued support to this radio ministry. If you'd like to support Fresh Wind Radio, you can do so by visiting our website, at freshwindradio.com and simply clicking the donate tab. Thanks again for supporting. We'll see you next time on Fresh Wind Radio. God is doing something Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.